Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how good are you morning. Doing, doing today? You're, uh, I know you're uh, going to be going soon to your trip, and uh, do you have to a lot of things you got to just plan out, or is it all set? Or uh, no, we're still working on it. You know, as everybody knows, we tape this early so that so that we can go. But I am. Uh, I spent some time earlier this morning, even looking at the different tours we want to do and getting some things planned out. Um, and then, you know, kind of balancing that between we love to just be in a place and experience it. Mm. Um, not, you know, like we, we like to do the tours and enjoy gaining the knowledge, too, but truly just to walk and to see the people and engage in conversation with um, with people that are there just in everyday life. And so leaving enough margin to just be and to witness and to watch and yeah, and to be responsive to whatever random thing God puts in our path. Um, so it's always trying to find that right balance in, um, in setting the trip up so that we get to see some of the sites, but also really just enjoy enjoy a pace of being and just seeing what God wants to do. Right, right. That's the fun so, of it. We were, we were in but the, yeah, we've got some fun excursions planned. We do. When we were in the Caymans, um, it's kind of the same thing is that we, you know, you want to just experience and just right. be, be around things and... Um, so we were uh, at our condo, uh, was right on the ocean there. And so there was an area where there were, you know, uh, chairs and you go snorkeling and stuff. And uh, we were, we just happened to be sitting next to a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, how's it going? You know, and uh, yeah, that's great. You know, where are you from? Well, um, he was from Austria. Mm. Um, and Linda's, of course, German and her family's in Bavaria, Germany. Right. You know, say, oh, from Austria, you know, and uh, well, here Linda's uh, family's from Bavaria, and all like where? Well, this oh, I know that town, and you know, mm-hmm. here's where we live, and uh, uh, you know, it was fun to have uh, just dialogue about different perspectives and different life, and and uh, what they. That's thought. one of my favorite things, even right. Yeah, That's yeah. one of the best parts of a trip. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And then his his wife was Cuban, mm-hmm. um, and she says, "Well, I'm from Cuba," and. Uh, Oh, and what's that like? You know, when did you come here and why did you come here? And, right. uh, you know, what's it like there? And I said, hey, one of my clients, uh, one of our, actually our best friends, uh, Linda and mine, uh, a woman, she was Cuban and came from, you know, from Cuba, uh, kind of similar age and stuff. And um, she was, you know, expressing, and hey, this, this lady talked talk to us about this and uh, learned a lot about Cuba because from somebody that, you know, had knows there and still has family there. And, so it, it really is fun mm-hmm. when you just, Father, you know, who do you want us to meet today and right. and share and uh, do things and, you know, and give uh, a truth to. We were um, we were at this hotel uh, at this doing this retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, uh, while they were doing their exercise on Ezekiel, um, mm-hmm. and, and this 
people, other people had been there all weekend, and uh, we were out in the lobby. Rick and Nancy, Linda, and I were just talking about the exercise and you know God and all this stuff. And a guy walks over, and he says, "Hey, I want to. I want you to know something. I'm praying for you guys. Mm. Um, I've heard what you've been saying." And I know what these guys are doing because he could see them all over the lobby. That's awesome. He says, I'm praying that they get uh, to hear God's voice. Um, and uh, I just am so thrilled that you're, you know, what are you doing and how does this work? You know, and uh, and it was just God, you know, just connecting somebody, you know. So I love that. Uh, it's really quite fun. Well, as we um, have been talking about prayer, and, and this is Paul's prayer in Ephesians, um, it's not pray this mechanically mm -hmm. uh, it's understand the heart of God that wants to have you experience him mm -hmm. with wisdom uh, revelation uh, the life of God that you understand it and keep mm -hmm. going deeper and let me uh, relate to you and that you may know the hope of your calling which is the the, the feast opportunity you have is right. spectacular and I want to deliver this to you. And it's through eating the word every day and, and let me show you the beauty of what I have called for you and I'll give it to you. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we talked about the riches of the glory of his inheritance in right. the saints that, um, again, this is why it's so, so important to write the scripture out longhand and look at the words because if you did, you'd notice, well, the inheritance isn't our inheritance, it's his inheritance. His, right. And we are his inheritance. Um, and then you would think, okay, what does that mean? And mm -hmm. you said it is in order for anybody to get an inheritance, what, what must happen? Something must, someone must die. Yeah, you must die to receive it. And so we get inheritance uh, because he died. Um, he gets us when we die. Right. And, and what does that mean? And you see, this is understanding. Mm -hmm. Well, how do we die? Got to die to self. Got to die yeah. to self. Uh, when do we have to die to self? All over the, and all, over. <laughs> all the time because it's not permanent. So that he says, um, I would like to experience you as my inheritance all the time, mm -hmm. which means I need you to die to self all the time. Mm -hmm. When you go back to self, which is Romans 8, you actually have put to death the life that I have and you've gone the other direction. Now you're mm -hmm. not my inheritance at the moment. Um, and you've severed that relationship. And so come on back, come on back, come on back and, and enjoy it. And he says, now when you do, uh, now uh, read again, uh, Kathy, that uh, we've set it up, uh, these truths that we, we start to understand and pray for. Mm -hmm. uh, now read verse again, 19 through 23. Sure. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also of that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who, who fills all in all. Okay, so he says, um, as you're receiving wisdom, you're receiving mm -hmm. revelation, you're receiving understanding, uh, you are understanding the feast opportunity. Mm -hmm. You recognize that uh, it's all based upon actually me, God speaking, receiving you as my inheritance, mm -hmm. which means I can now give you back your inheritance. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then in verse 19, he says, so that you would understand what and experience what in verse 19? Exceeding greatness of his power. According to the working of his mighty power. So that, and mm-hmm. it's all about faith. And he says, so um, I want you to experience the exceeding greatness of my power. In other words, my supernatural works. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, it's toward who? It says, uh, toward us who believe. It's toward you personally mm-hmm. on the path that I have designed for you. Mm-hmm. That you would experience this exceeding greatness of the power uh, that I can give you. Uh, okay, uh, now let's go to um, uh, John ten ten. You know this one. The thief has come to yes. kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come to do what? To give you life abundantly. Yeah, and give it to you super abundantly, exceedingly abundantly. Mm-hmm. So it's over the top life uh, that God said, I've come to give you and to l- deliver to you, you know, this supernatural power because I can change things and make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And he said it for you that believe. Okay. Go to Ephesians, excuse me, go to Hebrews uh, chapter 11 and read verses 1 to, one to 3. Eleven one to 3. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the world that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. Yeah. So he says um, the, the exceeding power for you that believe mm-hmm. by the way that, that have faith uh, based on what? Things not seen. Right. Um, so it's not what you can visibly just see in the natural. It's really, and he says it in here, is based on what I'm going to speak to you. Right. Uh, because you can be certain that what I say, I'll deliver it, and mm-hmm. there'll be power associated with that if you under if you receive it. Uh, and that's why faith is go to certainty that it's true. And he says in verse 3, he says, now let me help you understand the simplicity of this. Mm-hmm. How, how was all the material created? I spoke it into being. I spoke it <laughs> out of my spiritual nature. Mm-hmm. It was created, uh, what's called ex nihilo, out of nothing, only because I spoke it, because your circumstances are subordinate to my speaking power and changing mm-hmm. it. I have mm. that power. Why? Because everything was created that way. Right. It's all subordinate. It's all it's all uh, 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 surrendered to the truth of my power, which is superior, preeminent. Um, and all I got to do is speak it. And you have to get to certainty that you heard what I said. Mm-hmm. And then do you believe what I said? And then you'll experience the exceeding greatness of the power directed toward you in your circumstances because it involves you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, now he says, by the way, in verse two, he said, "This, this, all of this was obtained by the elders uh, 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 a good report by a good testimony." Mm-hmm. Okay, now this is interesting enough. He's talking about Joshua and Caleb, mm. um, and um, we can go back to Numbers and remember uh, God said after they crossed the Red Sea. 
I promise to take you to the to this new land and give you right. the, the abundance, the super abundance, and I'll deliver it to you. Yeah, there's an enemy there, but I'll defeat it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Um, they said, well, can we go check it out? Right. Yep. And they sent 12 spies. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, they, they go see the abundance, by the way. Uh, right. They not only see the abundance, uh, what do they carry back with them? They carry back examples of it. Yeah, and, and see, yeah. Um, they take they take a, uh, a grape, uh, part of the mm-hmm. grape uh, vine, and see, in our because we're Americans, and we think going to the grocery store and getting a clump, <laughs> getting a clump of grapes. No, uh, it was so abundant, it took two people to carry it mm. uh, back, and they mm-hmm. brought it back, and said, "Yeah, there's it's a land of milk and honey." These these the, I can testify that these, this is what this beautiful here land it is. is. It's fantastic. However, <laughs> uh, there's also giants there, mm-hmm. and a, and a uh, nation that nobody else has been able to defeat, and we're nothing. Mm-hmm. There's no way we're going to win this. Right. Uh, so we're not going. Um, and then they say, uh, if only we had stayed in uh, Egypt, mm-hmm. which they were oppressed there, by the way. Right. Um, and um, why did God bring us here to kill us? Now, by the way, what did God tell him? He told him he had this promised land. For I'm going to deliver to you. And by the yes. way, everybody. And he had seen them. Yeah. They had seen him do miraculous things time and time again. <laughs> yeah. uh, we just went through one. Don't you remember the right. part of the Red Sea and the dry ground? And, uh, the supernatural is happening all around you, know, you guys. Uh, Pay attention. I'm providing you, you know, uh, heat and I'm providing you shade. Uh, well, uh, why did you bring us here to kill us? So they now distorted mm-hmm. God's truth. Wouldn't it be better if we go do something else? And then I think we will, you know. And so um, it says, and they basically said, we're refusing to be persuaded any further. We're not going. Mm-hmm. The scriptures, this is in numbers, calls that a bad report. Mm-hmm. It's a bad report. They gave a bad report. Right. In the same chapter. It talks about Joshua and Caleb. Right. Uh, and what did they do? Yep. They gave a good report. <laughs> it's, it's all true. Mm-hmm. Everything they say is true. Um, but God said. Mm-hmm. Because God said, we're willing to go. Let's go. Right. Uh, why? Well, because God's power can deliver what he says. Mm-hmm. And we're willing to uh, go because we believe that. Not because of the circumstances, which are terrible, but but God said. Right. Um, and I know that he will deliver his extraordinary power toward us because it's not going to be us defeating the enemy. It's going to be God. And so mm-hmm. that's why Hebrews 11.2 says, and the elders, Joshua and Caleb, gave a good report. Right. Okay, now, what's the difference between a bad report and a good report? The bad report saw it through their own eyes, and the good report said but god but god saw the same things but but knew what god's promises were and chose to stand on his truth right Uh, so he says um if you're starting to experience um all that i want to do you will you will be at a place and by the way remember you have to be 
letting me experience you as my inheritance because that means you're with me. Mm-hmm. Now I can deliver it to you. How do you do that? I got to be in the kingdom. He's the king. I'm not. In order for me to be in the kingdom, I have to surrender my will, die to self, and, and walk with him. Right. Um, and he said, then you'll experience my supernatural power. Um, and so a good report is you don't deny the facts, mm-hmm. the truth. Yeah. Joshua and Caleb said, yeah, everything they said is right. Uh, those guys are really big, and they've never right. been defeated. And if we were trying to do this by ourselves, there's no way we would win. Mm-hmm. But but God. But but what God what? God said. Since God said, let's go. Right. And I believe it. Why? Well, because God said it. Mm-hmm. Um, and his power is superior to the circumstances. Okay, mm-hmm. now think of the implication of that. He says, um, as you're praying for wisdom, you're praying for revelation, you're praying for understanding, uh, you're eating at the feast table, receiving my word, mm-hmm. um, and you have trouble, you have circumstances, right. you have difficulty, uh, adversity, something's happening, you can't see a way through it, you can't see an answer to it. What would He said, what would be your question to me? Father, what have you got to say about this? Right. See, it's, right. it's not even what are you going to do about this. Right. Okay, why? Well, because his word is superior to everything. Mm. And I got to hear what he has to say. And instead of me saying, well, okay, I got a plan. Would you bless my plan? Mm-hmm. No. Or um, I guess... I'm stuck and it's going to be miserable or I'm never going to get through this or I'll never get around this or mm-hmm. I guess I got to live with it. And God says, well, no, because I am going to direct my supernatural over-the-top power toward you personally. Right. I want to just highlight because we toss that question around. I mean, we talk about it a lot, but we do toss that question around so often on here because it's just common it's common vernacular in our world now is god what do you have to say about this but what you just explained there takes that so much deeper than i think sometimes we even talk about it's not even just asking him hey what do you want to tell me right it's what are you declaring over this because your spoken word changes my circumstances that's right your spoken word created the world so when we're saying god what do you want to say about this we're really saying god where are you showing up with your power and dominion and changing what is going on (laughs) and and that is so much richer i think sometimes we we could just get so used to saying it that we can miss um communicating the power of what what does he have to say about it really means, yeah, right? Yeah, because we, we, we can even, in a sense, we could even uh, kind of process that in the way in the way we see it. You know, like, hey, what do yeah. you have to say about that? And probably he's saying, yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, um, it is. It's what, what are you speaking uh, with authority? Because he says, yes. um, I, I'm going to direct... And that's why he, the word is really specific toward mm-hmm. into this particular in, circumstance. Into your specific stuff, mm-hmm. the supernatural, exceeding, abundant life power. Why? Because I can make things different 
then you're just naturally maneuvering around it. So it's not, it's not, when we think of wisdom. It's not an answer. It is a declaration of power. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And see, when we think of wisdom, we tend to think, will help me to do this better Mm -hmm. and maneuver it better, manage it better. No. Uh, Wisdom is going to put you in the right spot for me, God speaking, Mm -hmm. to declare a word to change things and you'll experience that supernatural power and he said by the way uh, that's the power that raised Christ from the dead right uh, and by the way Christ is where superior to everything including even the the uh, the demonic power mm-hmm. so that's not going to prevent anything either and he's the head of the church and you are to be the fullness of that expression mm-hmm. what experiencing that fantastic life that he has. So he says, in your prayer life, he said, keep elevating it. This is why Paul writes this. We'll see this again in in chapter three when we get into that next, is that um, keep elevating your uh, kind of uh, view of it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not, well, I hope I do better at this, or I hope I manage it better, or probably ain't going to get through this one. It's you keep dialoguing with me, processing with me, and let me speak the supernatural power that you, you are going to be called to believe it. And mm-hmm. by the way, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says what? I'm the author and finisher of faith. Right. So you don't even have to have faith. You just have to be receiving it. I'll get you there. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. What? Stay with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. And it'll translate into supernatural stuff. Um, and as you know, um, in your life, and, um, and you've experienced it many, many times, as, I, as Linda and I have, when you experience God's supernatural, what happens to you? Oh, our faith is built, and we can't help but testify and magnify. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, what, and what do you think of when the next thing comes? Then we want to know what he has to say on that, too, and we're excited to see what he's going to do. Yeah. That's kind of where the adventure, where the adventure really begins, because you sit in anticipation that he is an active participant in your life. Right. Um, you know? And and see, it's it's got at work in real stuff. I'll give you an example. Um, we, uh, you know, Jake Beckel and I are, uh, we have a company we started a couple of years ago called uh, Compound Pharmacy, which is not the uh, retail pharmacies where you, mm-hmm. you know, process pills. It's rather you actually physically make in your own location unique uh, formulations mm-hmm. for people that need unique things, uh, right. and, and it's not as big as the big pharma, but it's it's still pretty big because there's a whole population that the big pill doesn't or the pill doesn't work for very well, so right. we have to tweak it a little bit. Um, so we're called Compound Pharmacy, uh, and mm-hmm. we've been we've been we have an investor and we we've, we've been buying them and operating them and integrating them. Uh, a month ago, uh, I got a uh, phone or I got a notice that a certain uh, pharmacy went under uh, bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't really know anything about it. Um, so I said, well, I'll call and just see if they're in bankruptcy. Maybe we could buy them or buy something of them. And so I'll check it out. You know, So I, I start calling and find, try to locate them and find them. And I call and no response, call and no response, call and no response. Um, and after a couple of weeks of that, it's like, eh, I guess it ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and it doesn't matter to me. And and God said, if I, you know, keep keep going, mm-hmm. there's more to this. You be a little bit more persistent. 
keep keep calling. Right. Okay. Uh, so I call him and no response, no response. Finally, the CEO of that company calls. And uh, I said, you know, hey, I heard you went bankrupt. And he said, yeah. He said, actually, in three weeks, uh, two to three weeks, and of course, I guess it's more than a month now, um, we're going to be in front of the bankruptcy judge. He's going to decide who wins the bid. If you want to make a bid, here's the information. It's called a data room. Go look at the data room right. and make a bid. Okay. Uh, so we look at the data room and find out it's uh, 44 locations, but they're retail pharmacy, not mm. compounding, but they have one compound pharmacy. Okay. And so, well, we could be interested in that one. We, we aren't interested in retail because that's not who we are. Uh, so uh, we call them back, call them back, say we're not going to bid, but we would be interested in the compound pharmacy. So when you know the winner, let me know, and then we'll see if we can get in contact with them. He said, yeah, that's fine. Uh, so uh, time passes. I kind of forgot about it. God reminded me, hey, you didn't hear from that guy. Give him a call. So okay. I call him up. Uh, hey, uh, what happened? He said, well, Wa Walgreens won. Mm. Uh, they won the bid. And, uh, and because, you know, they're big, they're going to probably just shut the locations down and take over their operation. Uh, I said, well, who can I talk to at Walgreens? He said, well, here's the guy. Call this guy. Okay. Mm. So um, we, uh, uh, I, I call the guy, get him, get him on the phone, say, hey, we'd like to talk to you. Set up a meeting, Jake, and I'd like to talk to you. And Okay, great. And we set it up. We had a Zoom call. And... Um, First of all, he says, you know, how's it going? I, I said, you know, who are you? Where are you located? I'm a senior guy at, at Walgreens. Uh, I'm in Chicago at Deerfield, Illinois. And I said, um, well, I said, interesting enough, your, your, your uh, uh, office is the same place where I began my career with Baxter Laboratories um, in the same building. I said, are you sitting in my office? You know, and he laughed. And, uh, he said, well, that's interesting. He said, so tell me about your career. You know, Baxter and American Hospital and acquisitions and mm -hmm. healthcare and all this stuff. And oh, that's interesting. And, uh, and then Jake says, hey, did you know so-and-so? He said, yeah, I worked for him. Uh, and and uh, Jake's friend was his fraternity brother. And he was the former CEO of Walgreens, a pharmacist. And mm. he says, man, I really loved working for that guy. And uh, tell me about him, you know, and your experience with him. And so Jake did. So we had a very cordial, immediate right. connect connectivity of just things that were, that were interesting. And so he said, well, who are you people? You know, and so we tell him. And he says, uh, well, the deal that we just did, I know you're interested in this compound. Um, it's moving so fast in terms of closing it that I won't be able to separate that out Mm -hmm. and have you buy that because everything's in motion and it would take too much effort to have you pull that out. He said, but, he said, Walgreens um, has compound operations all over the country. And he says, we're lousy at it. Uh, Interesting. Uh, he said, we're great at retail, but we're lousy at this. And there's lots of compliance issues, as you guys know. And you know what? why don't we get together and see about doing some kind of a long-term partnership where either you provide stuff to us or buy some of our operations or, you know, whatever. I think, I think we can do business together. You know, it's like, And this whoa. is big. That's big right there. Yeah, I mean, for them, it's nothing. But for but us, for it's yes. gigantic, you know. And, and mm. God says, let me supernaturally connect you with Walgreens that we would have never even thought about. We wouldn't even right. we wouldn't even say there's no way we're gonna 
get to them at all. Even think about going after that, um, right. And just boom, boom, boom. God says, here, do you see that supernatural thing I just did directed toward you mm-hmm. in your particular situation because you're eating at the table and you've surrendered your will and you're my inheritance. And because mm-hmm. you're my inheritance, I can talk to you and now I can speak authority and moving, I can make things happen mm-hmm. because uh, it's all directed toward you. So that the part of the purpose of prayer isn't just to say, isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, what authority do you want to bring into my circumstances that is directed toward me and the supernatural, superabundant, fantastic power is, is going to be available to me? Mm-hmm. What, is the, what privilege is that? That's amazing. So you're not just talking. You're not just yeah. talking to another human. You're talking to the God of the universe, mm-hmm. who says, "Not only am I care about you and love you, I can do things that you can't do." <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, That's yeah, so encouraging. We'll pick right? this up. Yeah, we'll pick this up next time, and we'll get into chapter three, where Paul takes another prayer and kind of gives another element to this that will understand uh, more of the truth of, of what prayer is all about. So. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing and thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you found today encouraging Mm. and just began to grasp a little more of what it is that God has for each and every one of us as we walk with him day by day and surrender and learn to pray and just have that relationship with him. Amen. So thanks so much and have a great day. Yep. Yep. And if you got questions, send them in. We'd love to to answer them and hope you have a, a good day. See you soon. Sounds good. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.